it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome to another episode of Sales with Sully. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Sullivan. Most of you know me as Sales with Sully. I do a weekly show right here on Inspired News Radio. And every week we talk about things that you tweet to me. Uh, You can reach me on all the social media platforms, which is ironic because that's this show. This week we are going to be talking about social media. The the subtitle is What the Heck is a Tweet? (laughs) Right here on inspired news radio uh every week sales with sully we go in and look at all of the things that you send me about questions and comments and anything else you want to know about sales and tactical marketing and then we talk about it right here on inspired news radio every week on sales with sully so this week we are going to be talking about social media and i tongue-in-cheek say what the heck is a tweet because last week if you guys did not catch last week's episode you definitely should go back into the archives right now and grab it because last week we talked about the difference between well the the show was about the digital divide the dividing line uh kind of on the time continuum that talked about those that were born in an analog world that had to learn digital and those that were born directly into digital so last week we talked about there's a whole generation of of folks out there that were born that don't know what a payphone is and have never seen a rotary dial phone and have no idea that a payphone used to be a dime uh just drop a dime is what they used to call it and it meant call make a phone call on a payphone for 10 cents and now now there's an entirely new generation that is of my age that had to either embrace or reject or just totally ignore uh, social media. But now we have a president that is, you know, running the country by Twitter. Twitter, uh, as most of you know, is a social media platform that's been around for a while. There have been many social media platforms that have come and gone because there were, uh, you know, MySpace and, you know, Friendster and a whole bunch of other social media platforms that just never, never actually caught on. I think probably because of the proliferation of the internet we didn't have it, it, we didn't have these mobile devices in our hand that made it so easy I mean you could sit at your computer and you could you know craft a message and send it to somebody over a social media platform but you couldn't do that while you had your old flip phone you know while you were driving down the road you know <laughs> trying to to get to your next meeting well now all of a sudden with smartphones and apps and all the things that are part of the digital revolution or the digital divide that are here then all of a sudden you have this this access this just tremendous amount of access you're never without uh, some type of connectivity whether it's cellular or uh, internet or Wi-Fi or satellite you're always connected every device is always connected somehow and we're one big huge giant you know writhing ball of data and here we are all connected by this device that we're carrying around in our pocket 
that's why this week we're going to be talking about social media love it or hate it I don't think that we're going to be able to say that it's going to go away. <laughs> I don't think this is a fad. I think that social media in some form will always be here. Now, it may have a different name. It may have a different look. It may uh, We may interact with it differently as the years go by. But I will, I will probably venture to say right now that we will always have uh, some type of social media platform. So it's time to you know, throw away that flip phone and grab the smartphone and just wrap your mind around the fact that we're going to be doing social media and you're going to need to do it for sales. Okay, let's talk back a little bit. Let's turn back the clock. Let's talk a little bit about the past. So... I'm now addressing all of those folks out there that would be what we call a digital migrant. You're the folks that were born before 1995, and you understand uh, as a sales professional what it was like to have a. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention the stuff a bunch of stuff that right now if you're a millennial you're gonna have absolutely no idea uh, what I'm talking about. But of course you can always Google it. But remember when we were making sales calls in the you know 80s and 90s, what would happen is is that we would have a Thompson directory, you know, tucked under the car seat, and it would be for one for Philadelphia, one for New York, one for Chicago, because when we would go make those sales calls, we would need a very detailed map to be able to find uh, where we were going, so we would carry that with us. We would do our planning the night before, where we would actually, you know, have a manila folder maybe actually with all of the contents uh related to that client in it you know uh names addresses phone numbers uh instant contacts you know how many of what type of product or service they kept in inventory all of our sales meeting notes anything that we had and it was all analog because none of it was at our fingertips because we didn't have a smart device and we did not have even a laptop Laptop. So it was all done by a phone where we had to pull over and use a payphone or call from our office phone, or it was done face to face in sales meetings. We had a lot of lunches, a lot of uh, a lot of working lunches, a lot of let's go have some lunch, Joe, and we'll talk a little bit about your next campaign. Uh, those kind of things, uh, because that's that's what you did in those days. And then all of a sudden. Now, I know this is going to blow your mind. Get ready. Uh, back in, around that era, I was working for a large uh, organization, a large manufacturer in upstate New York, and we got something called an X. VMX. All right, now I'm I'm dating myself so hard here, but the X VMX stood for Xerox Voicemail Exchange. That's what X VMX stood for. Now all of a sudden, we just displaced like I don't know, 60 ladies that used to answer the phone for us nationwide and that would work in shifts and put headsets on and come to work and answer phones, type up memos and messages and stick them in our mailboxes. You see what happened? A one piece of machinery that was made by Xerox, believe it or not, called the XVMX came in and they installed it in the office and now all of a sudden 
to get my messages, all I had to do was dial from a push button phone, a tone, touch tone phone. I couldn't use rotary and then put in a certain tone sequence, which was numbers. And then it would then go out and retrieve my recordings of messages from my customers and play them back for me. The voicemail was born. So Xerox came out with this gigantic, huge machine that was, oh, I can't even begin to tell you how many. Uh, rooms it filled and then it had a trunk line of of uh, <laughs> trunk line when I say a trunk line I'm talking about the number of wires coming from Ma Bell that would come in and it probably had well if we had 60 or 70 salespeople across the country it had at least you know two or three hundred phone lines feeding into it and then inside that box every single one of those had a little micro cassette tape and it actually recorded those those uh, uh, voicemails on a micro cassette tape, and the touch tone that we would use on the touch tone phone would actually rewind that tape and play it back for us. So. I mean to tell you, that was the day. All of a sudden, technology displaced those you know, 50 or 60 ladies that were answering the phone because now we actually had a machine that would do that. So you can see we had to learn as we moved into uh, the digital world we, meaning us that were the analog born or the digital migrants, we had to learn. So when I mention now that, think about what that then did to us when we had to jump into social media. All of a sudden, I look up for some reason, and I don't know, and you know, 30 years have flashed by in my head, and I'm watching people take pictures of their burritos before they eat them, or I see people you know, taking selfies and ussies, and all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, you know, every human being on the planet now has a camera, video camera, and a still camera built right into their smartphone, and now all of a sudden the entire world is in pictures, and then we have this thing called Twitter, where now you can express all of your feelings as long as it didn't go over 140 characters in the beginning. So it was like, uh, you know, a new era was entered in. And now, I mean, how many times do you actually check your voicemail? Do you actually still get voicemails? So when you come from the 80s and 90s all the way up to where we are today, the the mode of communication has changed so, so just incredibly changed that you have to now start embracing what it is that you do and how you do it because if you don't you're going to feel much like a dinosaur can you imagine let me i'll just throw this one out there when was the last time you actually went to a yellow pages to find anything to find a you know a plumber or a you know somebody to fix your air conditioner or a hairstylist or anything pick anything because when was the last time you actually pulled that telephone directory down off of the shelf blew the dust off of it and opened it up so that's what i'm talking about now i'm talking about the digital world where we have changed absolutely changed the paradigm the things that we used to do that the younger generation now that were born past 1990 you know you're younger than 1995 they have absolutely no concept none zero they probably some of them have never even seen a yellow pages they've probably seen them on tv or maybe a youtube special but they have absolutely no idea what it what it actually was and how it worked and what the purpose of it was because you, you know 
they were born into a into an era when all they had to do was say you know into their phone hey siri you know find me a, a local plumber and it would actually find a local plumber and she would come back and say this is what i found and it's all right there on the internet for them and it's ready to go or you could say you know call and then say the name of the the plumbing organization and it would actually dial the phone and get them on the phone for you so you can see the world because of the digital divide you know referring back to last week's episode you have this this disconnect but you have now an entirely new generation of people that have absolutely no idea what a social media is and have to learn all over again so here's the thing the reason i mentioned the voicemail and the reason i mentioned the 90s when we installed the xerox machine is because we had to learn how to sell again and I don't mean the skill set of selling, but I meant I mean specifically the workflow. Because now remember that that human being on the other end is not used to talking to a machine. That human being on the other end calls and gets Sally every every time he calls because Sally was my administrative assistant. She was the lady that answered my phone. She took my messages. And then when I called in, she gave me all my messages, all in analog. So when Joe called for me, he knew that unless I was sitting at my desk, he was going to talk to Sally. Oh, hi, Sally. Yeah, this is Joe from XYZ trying to get Scott. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'll give him the message and have him call you. And there was no expectation that I would call back in the next 30 seconds or a minute or 10 minutes because I Sally wouldn't even talk to me maybe, but three times a day. So I may it may be it maybe take me a day to get back to Joe and if it was really 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 important then she would try and track me down because she would have my schedule and she would try and track me down at my next call so if I had my schedule and I was going to go to ABC Corporation at three o'clock on Tuesday and Joe called at one o'clock and was in a panic she would actually call my customer where I was going to be at three o'clock and say hey Scott's going to be stopping by there to see you when you see him would you ask him to give a call to the office i mean that is a very that was a very common practice in the in the early days of analog before we had all of the digital now you have to train joe that he can leave a message on a machine right now he's used to having that that warm personal touch now he has to actually leave a message on the machine and then i have to retrieve it so <clears throat> the reason i say that is because when we move into social media it's like a double-edged sword it can help you but it can also hurt you and the reason why i say that is because if you look at some of the recent uh, news articles and some of the things that have come out recently you look at how people have not gotten jobs or been fired from their jobs because of the things that they post or the things that they do and take pictures of and post on a social media platform so when i'm talking about social media i'm talking about how do we utilize this tool to actually be better as a sales professional 
So let's talk about that for just a minute. You want to get brand awareness? Social media is a great way. That's a that's a great strategic marketing tool. Hey, look at me over here. I've got brand XYZ and I've got it at the best price and you just can't imagine. You want to reach a different audience, different from where you normally go, then you can use social media also. Because if your normal customer, you know, has the the typical customer that you sell to has a certain demographic and you want to be outside that demographic then to try or test or market something then you don't have to hire someone train them and then put them into that demographic you can actually just test the waters by putting it out on social media hey this new demographic look over here I have this service and this product and I have it at this price would you be interested in it from this new demographic and then you will find out almost instantly because of social Social media it'll come by in what's called their feed and next thing you know they're gonna say oh I like that that looks cool I'd like to buy that that's interesting I'd like to have more information and then comes in and waltzes in the era of social media advertising now what happens is once you have half a million to a half a billion people on a social media platform you now become an influencer can you imagine Here's a perfect example. <clears throat> One of my mentors said back in the 90s, uh, if I could get just everyone in the United States to just give me $1, $1 is not a lot of money for to most people. I mean, 99% of the people in the United States could afford to donate a dollar to some cause. And he would say, if I could just get everybody in the United States to give me $1 of a certain age, I would have $200 million in order to you know, do good or do this. But I would need every man, woman, and child you know to be able to you know so what would it cost to reach every man woman and child in the united states to give them to donate a dollar so if you used the that you know diminishing return theory then you would end up spending 10 12 15 dollars per person to get them to give you a dollar well then with the now with the onset of uh, social media <clears throat> let's say you are a giant rock star giant movie star pick anybody even a just a social media giant now where you have you know 5 million or 10 million or 11 million people following you with a with one phone with 140 to 280 characters you could ask those you know 10 million people for a dollar and you could actually make a major, major impact. And here's a case study to prove that. There was a uh, person who was very, very uh, large on social media. She had, I don't remember, you know, let's say 25 million people following her. And she went to New York City to a uh, animal shelter. And it was one of those animal shelters where they don't uh, euthanize pets. And it was kind of it was running out of money and it was getting overrun and they, they were in danger of closing because they couldn't keep it open they didn't have enough money in the rent and all the other things that go along with that feeding taking care of all those dogs and they couldn't get the word out enough uh not only for adoptions but also for donations 
So this person that had 20, let's say 25 million people on their social media, she takes to the social media and she makes one small video and one text, you know, she, she typed out a post and she sent it out to her 25 million fans, her 25 million people. And she said, look, you don't have to give anything, but please, you know, send good thoughts and wishes to this shelter. But if you can't afford it, just even a dollar would help. And she sent out to that you know to her mass population on social media and within 36 hours they had raised almost 10 million dollars 10 million dollars for this uh dog shelter for this pet shelter and they had almost adopted out all of the pets that were there simply because of the power of social media now you can understand you know that type when you wield that much power when you have that many eyeballs that many you know ears listening to you then you have an influence over you know how things are done and and what they're done now you talk about that double edged sword now all of a sudden you are a, you know they say that come what comes with great re with great power also comes great responsibility sorry i stumbled over that a little bit but that's exactly the truth because now by just putting out a you almost have to be very very cognizant of what you put out because you could put out one word or two that could you know negatively impact 25 million people that could cause an uproar you can you know wars have started for less uh you know governments have been overthrown for less so there's a giant uh this giant amount of power that is now being wielded in this thing called social media and because it was a digital phenomenon most likely the people that are wielding that power were born after 1995 so the next generation are the people that are managing our social media and our culture this is just a topic that we could talk about for hours and hours and hours when it comes to social media the the bottom line i want to leave it at this is think of social media like any other tool an ink pen a computer any other thing that you need remember that there are a lot of eyeballs watching and remember it's just like putting up something on the on a bulletin board at the office uh, but not only the office but everybody in the country seat has access to it and can see it so be careful what you post but use it as a sales tool use it to help you further your sales process i would encourage you to start integrating social media into your sales process so that you understand you know part of the closing part of the testimonial part of the third third-party validation all can come from a social media standpoint and those can all be integrated into your sales process i hope that you have embraced social media i hope you're using it in a smart and favorable way i hope that if you are part of the digital migrants like i am that you are just fully fully engaged with the new digital world we live in i hope you have all of the the tech and gadgets that you need that make life easier and i hope that you use it responsibly and if you need anything from us don't hesitate to reach out because that's what we do right here at sales with sully every week 
I really appreciate uh, the, the the this topic came to me uh, actually at one of my seminars, and a gentleman came up to me and he said, "I just can't figure out how to get social media integrated into my sales process." So we had this really nice half hour talk. So I a big shout out to Billy uh, for the conversation that he and I had uh, in Modesto. I really appreciate it. Uh, we, it was really an interesting conversation that spurred this this episode of Sales with Sully. So I want to say thank you very much to all of those folks that keep tweeting me, that send me on social media. And speaking of social media, you know you can reach me all over social media at the at sign at Sales with Sully. Uh, I'm on Twitter like crazy. Of course, you can find me on LinkedIn. My at was Sales with Sully on Facebook. And just recently, within the last six months or so, I am now at Sales with Sully on Instagram. So I am I'm a I'm young and hip and right there in the middle of the of the digital world with everybody else. So thank you very much for listening. Thanks for being a part of the the tribe that we have at Sales with Sully. I really appreciate the the comments, the posts, everything else, all the shout-outs that you guys give me. I really appreciate that, the words of encouragement. If you like what you uh, are hearing, share my podcast. If you don't, share my podcast. You never know. Some people uh, I resonate with, and some people they go, ah, you're full of crap, Sully. <laughs> That's, that just happens sometimes. But every week we try every week we put it out there we have the the intention is positive the words that we say are positive and we want you to go out and sell something every single week the show that helps you be a better sales professional every week right here on inspired news radio sales with sully thank you for listening keep those cards and letters coming as they say but that would be for in the digital world those that would be tweets and social media but for all of you uh digital migrants out there hey you can send me a card or a letter i would still read it i appreciate it so until next time thank you very much for listening again like i said uh, i i look forward to seeing all of you out there uh with you carrying those bags and selling something keep the economy flowing until next week have a great week you've been listening to sales with sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week. <laughs>